Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Good morning and welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. I am your host, Natasha Mundy, and I am so honored that you are here today listening to that message um, because you know that means that you were meant to hear this today. Oh my gosh, what are we talking about today? We are talking about playing small today, playing it safe and, you know, the expansion that comes from when you don't or, yeah, you know, when you sort of rock that comfort zone, like that's what we are going to talk about today. I'm so excited about it and of course it comes from like this, you know, as usual with everything, you know, that I talk about, it comes from my experience and the importance that I feel in talking about our stories because women's voices need to be heard and our stories need to be shared. So I unapologetically encourage each and every one of you to do that. And that's what I am doing by showing up here today. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time here and you are a long time listener, I love you. Thank you for your support. It means the world and welcome back once again. You guys rock my world. You rock my world. Oh my God, what's been going on like in the Kiss My Crown world so much. We just had our second monthly workshop of the Self Love Club and it was all about being and you know the sort of the the fun aspect of your life and how important that is and there's a reason why we kick that one off first because you know it is one of the most important parts it's what life is all about and it was so much fun being able to get into that with the girls and teach them all about that you know it is never too late to join the self-love club either like you join up for 12 months and you start from wherever you are because those topics repeat every year so it's not too late. It's not too late. You can join whenever you like to join. And we have just set up a new payment plan option as well. So you do have, there's obviously you can pay for the year um, for the whole program, or you can pay over three monthly installments, which is really, really nice as well. Just head to the website. It's kissmycrownacademy.com. And if you want to go straight for the upfront, you just go to the coaching tab and it'll take you there. Or alternatively, if you want that payment plan, just head to the uh, self-love club payment plan option. There is so much that I'm working on at the moment and there is so much to come and I am so here for it and I'm so excited about it and I can't wait to bring it all to you. Um, I... You know, and in my personal life as well, I did tell you that I was catching up with my old high school best friend. And um, we did catch up and we have been talking ever since. Um, it was so good. It was so amazing. It was just, 
it was like no time had passed at all. It was just absolutely insane. And um, I'm just so grateful and excited that this has happened. Um, you know, when we caught up, we went to a beautiful winery called Pike and Joyce and we sat there, we got there at 12 and did a tasting and had lunch and we were pretty much almost there until five. So, you know, and we were just talking and neither of us, you know, it was, you know, when you get so lost up in the moment that, and I love this moment, so you get so caught up in the moment that you don't even look at your phone. It was like that. <laughs> it was like that. So much so that we both had missed like messages and calls from our husbands who were waiting for us at particular times. So that was kind of funny too. So <laughs> it was just beautiful. And now we've been, we've already booked in our next catch up and then we're texting in between as well. So, you know, making up for a lot of lost time and getting to know each other. Because obviously who you are in adults, you know, is still as much as inside, you're still that 17 year old. Um, you, you know, there is so much that's different, you know, like you just change so much. So, you know, finding out she's such a badass. So I'm just so excited about it. Anyway, I just want to get straight into the topic because I'm just, oh, I want to, I'm on a bit of a vibe and this is something that I didn't put in my recap because I, I want to talk about this here today. So playing small and, you know, and playing safe is really what I want to talk about today and, and how we sort of break free from that because sometimes you don't even realize that you do it because I am a big one for, you know, I know that you need to get out of your comfort zone but sometimes when with your comfort zone is that sometimes you don't realize how nested in it you are or that things that you thought were probably a little outside of your comfort zone. So they might have been out of your comfort zone, say, a year ago or three years ago or whatever, is then obviously once you've broken into that, it actually then becomes your new nest. It becomes your new comfort zone. And I think we forget that. And sometimes until we really can shake things up or take a step back and and zoom out, that we don't realize that, we are living in this in a safety zone like a, a, you know like I'm playing it small and safe at the moment and that really really occurred to me on the other night when I did my first public speaking gig and I was had such an honored opportunity to be a part of the SA women she roars the first ever she roars and and what it is it was a is an event. So she, if, I'll go back a little bit. So SA Women is a uh, like a business networking group a membership that you can join here in South Australia, and it's something that I had joined about six months ago. And guess what? I've not been to one event. Um, I really wanted to go to their awards, and then there was things that I really wanted to go to, but I just haven't been able to get to due to uh, a lot of time it was it was due to work. I mean, obviously that's changed now. So now we're just waiting for some more events to sort of kick off, but. Um, I hadn't gone along to an event and I signed up to do this public speaking thing. It was actually meant to be in November and then just because with Christmas started coming around, things got a little bit hectic and, you know, and like with most things, like especially with women, like we get so busy around Christmas, like it is ridiculous because unfortunately a lot of that responsibility still falls on us to make sure that there is Christmas that is all beautiful and organised. So, you know, to be able to get out to an event is a bit like, oh my God, how can I do this when I've got like about 20 million Christmas parties to attend, you know, 
kids school stuff, Christmas stuff, like it's just a nightmare. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It got rescheduled to February. And I got to speak about, you know, I spoke about Villanera and self-love and it was just so awesome. But what I realized now, I want to put a little perspective for you. So when it comes to talking, I feel like I'm probably a bit of a natural talker, right? <laughs> I talk all the time. I'm very talkative in my day job. My job is, my job is to talk. It is to talk to people on the phone. My, you know, I have my podcast in the, my job here in this podcast is to talk. When I coach in the self-love club, it is live, uh, you know, like live video. So I'm talking, I'm teaching, I'm talking, I'm using my voice. And then more so when it comes to wrestling, um, I'm very much at home, which I didn't realize because obviously for me, wrestling back in 2016 was something that I had done many moons ago in 2016 because I needed to, it was my journey of where I had really hit rock bottom, probably rock bottom. I wouldn't quite say for the last time, but almost to, you know, before I started my little journey of mindset. So it was just in this phase just before that, but I knew I needed to do something to really get out of my comfort zone because I had hit rock bottom and my confidence was gone. I had no confidence whatsoever. I was just, I don't know, this sad shell of myself just sort of existing and I knew I needed to change that. So that's why I went to wrestling and I wanted to get out of my comfort zone and do something so far out of my comfort zone, which was obviously learning this whole new thing, but then also eventually performing this thing. You know, getting up in a wrestling ring in front of a paying crowd to do what it is that I've trained to do. And, you know, holy shit, that's that's a thing, right? That's a big, it's a big deal. And it's scary and it is so far from anyone's sort of comfort zone. Like, I don't think that that stuff comes naturally to anyone, really. Like, I mean, people might have different levels of nerves, but, you know, at the end of the day, getting out there and doing something like that is pretty, pretty pretty badass it's pretty bold and brave and you know obviously since in wrestling my time in there has has evolved and you know I no longer wrestle but I do act as a general manager and so every single show I am on the mic and sometimes and so I'm in the ring with spotlights down on me and I'm on the mic and I do that in a way like I do it on the fly as well so you know I'm not like rewriting like I'm not writing little scripts or little notes or anything like that I just go out there and do what I do. And so it's very natural for me now to go out there and cut a promo in front of a live audience. So, and what cutting a promo means is, you know, because obviously still with wrestling, even though I am not physically wrestling and I play the role of a general manager, I am still playing the role of something. Like it is a character. It is something that I need to to bring. And so when I, when I say cut a promo is that I need to go out there and deliver some sort of a message for a purpose um, and it's usually to get the crowd quite riled up and, you know, like, you know, tell my part in a story in a bigger picture. And I do that stuff on the fly. Like it's like improvisation for me now it is improvisation. And so I go out there and, and I know how to read a crowd, um, especially a wrestling crowd. I know how to read it and I know how to get the reactions from them that I need. I know what my job is there is to pump them up and to get them excited and to get them ready and get them into it. Like that is my job. And, you know, and I can do that. And, and when I talk about when I get on a mic in front of a wrestling crowd, you know, it's, it's always over a hundred people. 
Sometimes it's 200 people and sometimes it's over 200 people. And in fact, I've done it in front of 500 people once. So it's, you know, I'm used to speaking in front of a big crowd. But going and doing this She Roars thing to talk about, you know, something that is, you know, what my business is based about. I discovered very quickly how afraid I was and how really like the aftermath of it and I'll, I think I'll go into that in just a sec of what I've been doing so I'll talk about the experience itself so it was in front of like 30, 20 to 30 women so it wasn't you know like a huge like it was a, it was this beautiful little intimate crowd that it was meant to be like in this little in this gorgeous space and it was a set of there was five of us five speakers you know we had about eight and we had eight minutes each to be able to talk on our topic and you know microphone same, you know, same thing in a seated audience all sort of looking at you. And, you know, and I delivered my speech and, oh my God, I don't think I've ever been so nervous in my life. I felt more intimidated in front of a room of 20 or 30 people than what I did, than what I, what I do when I get up in front of 200 people, you know, to do a wrestling thing. Like it's just, I couldn't believe how different it was. And I probably underestimated so much how I was going to feel about it because you know, I had felt that I have that experience, you know, I talk on my lives, I talk on my, you know, on my podcast, I talk for a living. So I wasn't like leaning up to us. Like, mm-hmm, this is cool. Like I knew I was nervous, but I always get nervous. I still get nervous before doing wrestling stuff. And I feel like nerves shows that you're passionate about something, right? And that you want to do a good job. So I, I believe nerves are a good thing, but this was like, it was like a next level of nerves. And you know, and I got up there and I just, my voice shook and I had to sort of really rely on my notes, which I was a bit, you know, disappointed about, but that's, we'll talk about that after. And, you know, and it was harder to like read a crowd and to interact with them like I would a wrestling crowd. And like I would a wrestling crowd, you know, is what I was going to say there. And, but thinking about that is because I have never spoken in front of that sort of a crowd before. And, you know, when I think back to my wrestling and cutting promos and stuff, I never used to have that. I have that now because I have the experience because I've been doing it for so long. But before that was not, you know, I'd kind of get out there and talk on the mic and deliver my sort of promo. I didn't care what the crowd, you know, like it wasn't about that sort of interaction or that engagement. And I think that's the difference between a seasoned speaker and a, and, um, a rookie, you know, in the sense, because I was a rookie, I was a rookie on, on the other night when I, and I did this speech, but you know, like it was a, it was still a beautiful speech. The message was still beautiful. And I've actually still put it online because I wasn't going to, and I'll, I'll explain that in a second, a minute as well. Um, because I still felt the message itself was still, it was really important. Even if I got up there and my voice shaked and that I needed to read my notes, but I got up there and I did it anyway. And it was just this, Oh, it was an aha moment for me. It really was a real big aha moment for me because what I realized in that moment, so I did record it and I, I had my mum record it and, um, and I had my mum record it because not for, like, as I said, I was never going to publish or put it, you know, out there. Like it was recorded, you know, because the recording itself is not, not the greatest and it. it was just more for me so that I could watch it back and learn from it so I could sort of critique constructively critique what I did like okay this is good this is good okay this is where we could have done a little bit better um, and I've definitely seen where 
I could do like, and if I was to do it again, I know how I would do it differently this time, put it that way. And yeah, you know, like, so, you know, that was my purpose of recording it so that I could learn from it because in sort of in the back of my mind as well, I was like, I was wondering if this is like another arm that I would love to add into, you know, I feel that it would fit so beautifully in with the, with Kiss My Crown Academy because we have the podcast, we have coaching. And then if I could deliver a message via public speaking and inspire other women, like it was just another way to be able to reach more women to be able to really spread my message. And I think it is honestly, even though I was so scared and I feel like there's such a long ways to go is that it is something that I would love. I would love to continue to do and, and push myself out of that comfort zone to be able to do it. But it was exactly that too. This was so far out of my comfort zone and I just, you know, when and when the moment that you actually get it, you know, so I said I I teach people about getting out of their comfort zones all the time, and I and I talk about it, and you know, and I do it, but sometimes I don't realize where I'm not doing it either, and my business and my sort of message and my speaking is one of those that I really noticed after this. This is the aha moments. I'm like, my God. I just play it safe in my business. And this is why my business hasn't expanded to where I want it to yet, because I'm playing it safe. So everything that I do at the moment within my business is in my comfort zone. You know, it's in my little safety net, my little safe zone. And, you know, and that includes like my self-love club, because when I have, you know, I'm comfortable with the members that are in my self-love club. So I'm, I'm not afraid to present in front of them. You know, like I'm not it's a comfort zone. Like it's a real sort of comfort zone. And it's the same, I guess, with the way that I show up on social media and the way that I promote and the way that I do it, I do it within a comfort zone. Like that, that stuff that is in my comfort zone, but going out and networking with other women in, in the environment and actually talking about my business, that's where I'm uncomfortable. That is not my comfort zone. So I haven't been doing it, you know, like speaking outside of my circle, that's outside of my comfort zone. And I haven't I haven't been doing it, you know, like this is where that really was this like, oh shit, hang on, you know, you've just been playing, even in your business, you are playing it safe, you know, you think that you're out of your comfort zone, you're like, you're doing, like I'm doing things like ticking the boxes, like making sure that I'm showing up authentically online, yes, I do that, absolutely, but... I'm not, but it's still the safety behind a screen, you know, whereas going to a women's networking event, like I felt so out of water and I was afraid even there, like intimidated with these like amazing women, you know, like, and I'm like, these are, these women are my potential clients too. And I need to be able to stand in a room and talk to them about what it is that I do and talk passionately about what it is that I do, you know, and it was such a eye opener for me. And it was such a, uh, like I said, like I've just learned so much about it. And I do, you know what? I do credit wrestling with the way that I can learn and reflect on this because in wrestling, right? When we, you know, when we're having match, when we, when I was wrestling or we still don't now for everyone else is we have the show, the show is recorded. And then we come back and we actually watch our matches back and we, Everybody critiques them, the whole the whole roster um, that trains with us. We will sit and watch these matches and we will critique them. What what went well? What didn't go well? What could we do better? 
you know, we critique ourselves and we have other people sometimes other people go, oh, you know, if you had just done this or you've just done that. So, you know, wrestling has really taught me this foundation of watching back my work. Because I actually do this with my podcast as well. Is that where I'll, when my podcast goes up online, I actually listen back to it to see how I sound, to see if it's, you know, like, it's funny because I don't do it like, I, I have a quick glance over it. Like when I finish recording this podcast, I'll have a quick, quick glance over it. And I go, yep, yep, that's okay. And I'll sort of upload it. But what I want to do is I want to actually be able to listen to it as a listener. And I do that. And we do that with the wrestling as well. So we actually sort of sit back and watch. We see the camera. And so we see what the crowd sees, you know. And this has really set up that foundation because I was able to look back over the footage of my speech and go, okay, this is what I would actually do different next time. Um, I think overall the message that I had to say was amazing um I just would have liked my engagement to be like I just not having to so heavily rely on notes and stuff like that and I think that I've already worked out a way for me that I think that that would work better um I don't think it's not for me it's not about practicing a speech over and over again that I've just memorized it because I don't think that's how I work but rather I think what would be better for me is to have my key points to say I had three key points to talk about and sort of had those so that they just remind me to stay on track so I don't get on a tangent, but to actually just speak from the heart. Um, because I think that that for me is where, you know, because this is how I do these podcasts, you know, I might like I'll have a topic that I want to talk about, but I talk from the heart and I'm, I could do it in a way that, you know, like by having like some three key topics or a couple of bullet points or stuff like that, that could keep me on track. So I'm not, you know, getting up on the beautiful tangents because obviously, a speaking gig like that when you've got eight minutes you need to get your point across this would keep me on track of getting my point across so that was just me critiquing myself to be able to do that for next time and that's you know something really exciting because that's so much personal growth right there just going okay cool like it wasn't perfect you know like I stumbled I fumbled I you know did this but I'm gonna do it again you know what I mean like you know like and that's such a learning thing but you know but what I now realize is like I've obviously just learned so much from my own business as well because, you know, the difference of where if my business stays where it is now to where if my business grows is now in my hands. And I know that for me, for my business to grow is going to involve me getting out of my comfort zone. And I've been there before, so I could do it. Like I could, I could do it. And I do need to just find ways where I can really get out of my comfort zone and feel, feel uncomfortable and where I could, you know, do that. So that's now looking for those sort of opportunities. And it was so fantastic because I did get to network on that night and, you know, and I was approached by someone else to potentially do another speaking gig. So, you know, so much good came out of it already anyway, but now I just feel like I can be so more prepared for, for next time and looking for those opportunities so I will go out and um, seek those opportunities and just going to be looking for ways where I can network and show up so much more for my business where I am getting out of the safety net of what it is that I'm already doing because that's where it is and you know and that's what I want to talk to you about like with something that happens with comfort zones as well what I've always found with comfort zones too and, you know, and I'll talk about, you know, like I said, wrestling was an experience of getting out of my comfort zone. Surfing was something of getting out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, when I went to my job at Tiffany, that was 
something so far out of my comfort zone because it was nothing that I had ever done before. But sometimes when you just get in your mode and you're like, I'm doing this and you just go pulls to the wall and you go and you are so uncomfortable, like, and it's so awkward and you're so like, you know, not comfortable, but (laughs) you sort of feel like you're flying by. It's taking a leap of faith, right? And when you take that leap of faith, what happens is you do get to, this is where quantum leaps happen. If you've ever heard of the term quantum leap. So what I find that so often as a result of being outside a comfort zone, it usually follows with a quantum leap. And the quantum leap is that massive like up level of your life. You know, you could spend time, you know, incrementally upgrading your life, which is obviously something that, you know, we talk about a lot. And, you know, and it's sort of like taking the little, you know, taking the stairs, you know, you take it, you take a step. Oh, I just had a level up. I just had a level up and, and, and slowly but surely new things become your new energetic minimums. And, you know, you go from drinking like $5 passion pop to, you know, $70 verve clicko, you know, like that's where that sort of difference, you know, and that's your new norm. Like, and they're, they're your little level ups, but the quantum leaps is like when you take, it's like taking the elevator you know, 10 stories up instead of worrying about going step by step all the way up the stairs. And it sort of, it just sort of propels you into this next part of your life. You know, it's sort of where you're, you just get propelled into your higher self and you're like, shit, <laughs> you know, like, and it sort of feels like it comes out of nowhere and it's like, it's, and it can be like a little bit awkward too. It's like a little bit of, it's almost like a teenage, awkward teenage phase too, like a quantum leap because you just, all of a sudden you're at the level, you know, say you're at level one, I'm just using levels like that as an example, but say you're at level one and then poof, you quantum leap and bang, you're at level 10, right? And, but you know, everything's got to catch up from that level one as well. So there's like a little bit of awkward lag time for your brain and your body and everything being like, okay, this is my new normal. And because it doesn't, and it doesn't feel normal. And there's almost, you know, and this is a thing when you do get outside of your comfort zone, there's almost that part of you. So your ego who wants to bring you back as well, you know, like this is unfamiliar and you know you can risk going sometimes sometimes people do and they might they won't go all the way back but they might go from like say they quantum leaped up to level 10 and they might just sit back at level seven because it's just taking them a little bit of time to get to get there and then they'll take those couple of extra steps back up there but you know there is that little bit of lag time sometimes for you to fully embrace that new version because what it is is when you do get to level 10 you got to remember that you are in this whole new like environment and you almost need to be in tourist in the environment, right? You need to go and explore, like, who am I? What am I doing here? What's, you know, what's on offer here? Okay, this is nice. This is nice. You know, that's how it is. And, um, but rather, but sometimes what we can do is we can get a little afraid and we're like, oh, I don't like this. I want to go back. Just making sure we don't, you know, like, you know, and that's why sharing this as well, because sometimes you think if you do go through a quantum leap that you are meant to just be like, you know, hit the ground running, like, and that you're already in your stride and you know what it is. No, that's not how it is. We fumble a little bit before we get used to it. And that is okay. But that's what I'm saying with, I often find when you really put yourself outside of your comfort zone, that is where you will discover that uh, quantum leap. And that's where things can really explode for you. Um, so if you want to, you know, I guess that's a little bit of a hack too. If you, if you do want things to sort of explode for you and you want to really jump you know, through that next level, go, go get yourself out of your comfort zone, but be detached enough as well that, you know, cause sometimes I feel like, 
like so, like for me it really took that moment for me to analyze and to step back to zoom you know like it's almost like zooming out of your life so that you can oversee it because when you're when you're in it you think you're doing what you're doing and you're really caught up in the emotion of everything and sometimes you know I could quite easily say that I thought that I was outside of my comfort zone but the reality is you know when I zoomed out I was like I'm really not you know like yes I'm showing up and yes I, I feel like I'm sort of playing big and you know like you know I'm being seen I'm being heard and I'm, I'm doing all those sort of things and I'm ticking those boxes but I'm doing that all within my little safety zone you know like so you know and it's not I guess it's a little bit like going through the motions like I'm doing the right things I'm just doing them in the wrong space if that makes sense no we don't say that that makes sense um, you know, like, so it is, it's about, and it wasn't to that moment. And then I sort of zoomed out and like, oh, Hey, I'm actually playing it really safe. So now I know that, you know, my comfort zone is a lot different and that's what I need to do and where I need to go. Like, and those conversations about my business, I need to be having those in other networks. You know, I need to be talking about those conversations everywhere I go whenever I come across any single person like that's what I need to be talking about uh and you know when people ask me what I what I do you know like that's what I need to embrace and really own it because I don't think necessarily I own it and I know that's a lot of sometimes imposter syndrome coming up where you're almost afraid that people are going to judge you you know like um maybe not even imposter syndrome just more of like you know, at the end of the day, you know, what do, what do people think when I say that I'm a self-love and women's empowerment coach? You know, like, I think I get afraid that they're going to roll their eyes and they're like, oh, another life coach. You know what? Yeah, I'm a fucking another life coach. But that's what I do. And I love it. And I'm good at it. And I have such an important message to share. And when I share that message, it has the ability to change the world one woman at a time. Change the world one woman at a time. That is my goal, you know, to empower women to live a life of their wildest dreams. What is there to be, you know, if somebody doesn't believe in my message, then fuck them, so be it. Who cares? They don't need to hear it. So my, you know... My lesson for you all is to zoom out to see where everything, like where are you feeling really safe, you know, like and where and how can you do something where you don't feel like that, you know, where you can really get outside of that comfort zone and really expand because, yeah, I know once I work this out, like I know once I work this out, my business is going to go boom, like huge boom, <laughs> you know, like not the safety zone boom where I am now because, you know, like, and I've grown this to be something, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, I went from a podcast of, you know, one or two people listening and, I, and I've grown it to all of you listening. So there has been growth. Don't get that wrong. There has been growth. And it's the same. I went from not having a program to having a program to having no one in the program to, you know, having five people in the program, you know, like it's all like such a step and a, and, and a step up and, you know, and this growth. So, 
it happens. And then, you know, now what we're looking at is now we're going to have 50 people in the program. We're going to have, you know, but to do that, I need to get out of my comfort zone and tell the world, not just my friends. (laughs) And I absolutely encourage you guys to do the same. So, you know, find, you know, where are you playing it safe? Where can you get out? You know, this is the whole lesson with that paddle boarding as well. Remember, you know, like that was out of my comfort zone. It wasn't something I was good at. And I had to sit there and make an idiot out of myself before it was something that I could do. So get out there. Do it. Stopping, you know, like I can't say stopping afraid because you're going to be afraid. But the difference about being afraid, right, is, you know, what courage is, is like you can be scared, but you do it anyway. And that's what courage is. All right, so dig down deep. You may be afraid, you may be scared. Your voice may shake when you get up on that stage and you hold that microphone, but you do it anyway because that's where the magic is. All right, my gorgeous, I hope you have an amazing day. If you resonated with this episode, please like get in contact, you know, like share it on social media. Tag me in it. I'd love to hear your thoughts. All right, have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.